Okay. All right. What did you want to do? Just like, um, like the, the conceit is what the situation, which is that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you recording? Yes. Okay. Uh, the conceit is the situation in that we have now recorded that episode about half an hour ago. I don't really remember. We recorded this episode. We recorded this episode. About an hour and a half ago. Well, we started started about about an hour and a half ago. We (laughs) wrapped about a half hour ago and now we're back to talk about what we did and I don't remember what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the conceit, right? Okay. You are my passion for life. I went to Coney Island last night. Yeah. And it was like, you know how Coney Island really is like the queerest of the queer. Like everywhere you look, everyone's like, weird. Everyone's it's, weird. A guy has a pig on a harness, and does, another guy is like, "I'm makes selling sense, these and puppies." And everyone just does their thing. And it's so many people. Yeah, but it's I love, love, love that DJ that plays there because everyone dances, and it's all different kinds of people. It's somewhat chaotic, and yeah. It feels a little bit. It's seedy too. It's got boardwalk yeah. seating. It's like boardwalk seedy. It's where boardwalk seedy and New York seedy meet. Yeah, exactly. And so it's a very weird vibe. It does feel somewhat. I don't know. It's gritty. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if something fucked up happened. Oh, you know what I, I mean, well, it's not like dangerous per se. But I it's saw like, like a giant the last time I was there. Giant human shit. That, that makes all the sense <laughs> in the world. I was, and it was smeared a little bit. Like someone like stepped in it and kind of slipped a little bit. To, but to, it was not an, it was an animal shit. Unless it, like it would have to like, cause it just didn't have that. Like, you know, it's human shit has a smell that a well, that dog shit doesn't really have. I, and, and having been to Coney Island <laughs> last night, I could tell you, I know exactly what that smell is. Because there was this Did like poop in the bathroom. No, it, but it was just like this one section, like just off the boardwalk in the amusement park, kind of you know, um, uh, in Lunar Park. Is that what it's called? Luna Park. That's Luna Park. Yeah. Luna Park. There was just like this shit smell by the <laughs> bar, and our friends wanted to get drinks, so we we're like, okay, we're just gonna stand out here, like on the street, as we go up toward the boardwalk so as to be out of the shit smell and as brian and i were doing that there was this like i don't know just like one of those weird like kind of like you know seven by three and a half foot giant slabs of concrete that says nypd yeah for whatever reason that's there like barriers and there was a bottle of water on it and this guy came hopping up basically it was almost like it almost confused me in my memory because i was like wait was he on something in terms of like, was was he on a vehicle of some oh, sort? Oh. <laughs> I think he was definitely on drugs because okay. he came actually hopping up. He hops like past us. I mean, really just like a kangaroo. And <laughs> I, I, you know, he comes up on the right and then he turns around, you know, feeling like our presence comes back, <gasps> goes to the next blockade a few feet over, looks at the bottle for a second smacks it off <laughs> and then resumes his hop away <laughs> okay <laughs> sure thanks um but you know it was good did you own a haunted house yes it's too scary it's crazy so it's too sc- and I, I, i'm so upset that i didn't take the picture we bought the picture of oh, you me did? and brian because i I oh, you totally got, you gotta upload it. No, totally. I, I'll send it to you. Remind me. Remind me. Yeah. Um, it's so good. I screamed as this was happening. I had no idea a picture would be taken of us. I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm like legitimately scared, but also it looks like I'm. Uh, it's so real, but it looks so overdone. And Brian's like smiling, screaming, and uh, it looks like we're fake. It looks just like this total Your fake models. pantomime. Yeah, it's so it's so exaggerated, but it's real. Um. I think it's too scary because it seems like the place where someone could be hiding there to kill you or rob you or 100%. something. That's what contributes to the scariness of it. It's way too dark. So dark. Una and I went dark. in and I was like, oh, it's one of, those, one of the ones you sit in. You don't have to walk. It'll yes. be fine. Immediately, we were both like, huh. And we closed our eyes and just like had our faces toward each other the entire time for the whole rest of the thing. Yes. And that's what our picture looked like. Yes. I actually should have bought that. We were like terrified i i thought it was great i really enjoyed it i enjoyed the wonder wheel wonder wheel is really fun did you hear the um the beyonce vogue song no is it any good yes i this that you know is it on the album no it's a, like a remix you know okay. but it's on Spotify. the album I mean, is the can... only thing that they play at pilates these days uh-huh. so i've heard the album quite a bit yes do but... you like it yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's okay to work out too. There's it's good like songs. The, there's not a lot that like really brings me in the way mm-hmm. that the self-titled album did, right. or even for me, uh, uh, Lemonade. Lemonade, yeah. So I, f- I like it more than Lemonade because you know Lemonade was never my favorite, but respect to Lemonade. Everybody, I like, but I, mean, I, I love a, I love a concept album. Yeah, 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 and <laughs> and the whole project of Lemonade I think was just astounding. Also, like even when I'm not the most into a Beyonce thing like this album is not would not rank anywhere near my favorite Beyonce albums but I'm still happy that she and I know that sounds like a cop-out but it's really not like I'm just happy that she has this moment I'm happy that she could show that at 40 years old she's 40 yeah I think she turns 40 this year you know break my soul was a legit number one like two weeks at number one is that's not a fly-by-night thing Mm -hmm. and it boiled up there like that song took over and uh, I just am happy that to have this moment and also to see what else comes like the visuals and mm-hmm. the other elements of Renaissance. If the second album, as they say, isn't the R&B album, that is extremely appealing to me in a way that like dance music. Wait, from the Beyonce, album's called Renaissance? Yeah, it's, oh. it's a three act project. I think the you know first. They say it in the UK, Renaissance. No. That's how they say it. Renaissance. That's Renaissance. That's like a. French flair. Right? So that none of this is here nor there to the point which we're gonna have to <laughs> which we're gonna have to get to at some point. I'll point us in the direction of the point. Okay. The waypoint. You're the waypoint. Yeah. So she has this this remix of Break My Soul that inter- that samples heavily from Vogue. And she does the rap, you know, the Greta Garbo. Yeah, I was aware she like put, but she puts all black women's names in it. Yes. Right. But also it's the act of, you know, a black woman mm-hmm. taking a thing from Madonna who had taken from mm, black, black, you know, trans and gay people. Yeah. Uh, so I like that about it. But then the rap is really good. Rosetta Tharp, Santi Gold, Bessie Smith, Nina Simone, Betty Davis, Solange Knowles, Batu Bissell, Kelly Rowe, Lauren Hill, Roberta Flack. Tony, Janet, Tierra Wack, Missy, Diana, Grace Jones, Aretha, Anita, Grace Jones, Helen Folasha, De Adu, Jilly from Philly, I love you, boo. Don't just stand there, get into it. Strike a pose, there's nothing to it. Vogue. <laughs> he does say it like Madonna. She does. I like. I think it's very nice that she included her sister in that. 
It is Ke- nice. And Kelly Rollins. Was Michelle in there? Michelle is not in there. Okay. Also notable. So here's why I bring this up. Because I don't I don't know. I didn't see a lot of people talking about this, but and I don't know what the explanation is, and I'm sure we could only wish to be graced with an answer one day, given how like tight her communications concept is. She doesn't mention Mariah Carey, you know, hmm. and and you might say, OK, well, Mariah Carey doesn't really dance. They're really so such different artists, whatever. I mean, she names Roberta Flack, who I never would have necessarily guessed was a huge influence on her. You know, it, it makes sense that it is, but it's just like. Beyonce and Roberta Flack are extremely different artists, right? Okay. Anita I, Baker. I have a theory. I have a conspiracy theory about okay. it. Did you ever see the photo that they took together when Beyonce and Mariah? Yeah, when Beyonce came backstage to to talk to Mariah, and Mariah face tuned herself and not Beyonce. I I don't know. <laughs> it's really good. It's rude. Yeah. You don't do that to someone. Yeah. But also, it's like. How can you be so dumb? And especially to piss off Beyonce fans. Well, also, okay, because I was thinking when Mariah did, I don't know, maybe Angie Martinez, but like like a very kind of prominent New York radio station. I don't I don't think it was Breakfast Club, but it was some New York radio show either in the morning or in the afternoon. I'm sorry, I can't be more specific than that at the moment around 2014. And they were talking about drunken love. And she was like, oh, I haven't heard it. And it was at the point, it was past the point of drunken love saturation. Yeah. Uh, To me, what that sounded like was I'm so jealous of Beyonce's fame that I can't even look at it right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, she doesn't, she needs to learn how to be happy for people, for other people, other women, especially. So I wondered if that contributed to it at all. They're like in two different rooms. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, just in terms of the lighting on them, it's very strange. Beyonce still does look amazing. Yeah, she looks incredible. She doesn't need a filter. No, but she just the—I mean, it does show Mariah's insecurities right there. They almost look photoshopped together in this picture. Like if you told me that they're was with a, their kids, like when it's the uh, the whole picture, it's like I mean, the kids are in the look shop. at that. That looks photoshopped. It looks fake. Right? It looks like they're at Madame Tussauds. It looks like Beyonce's at Madame Tussauds. That, you know, I'm not, that's neither. Who else he, did she leave out? Who else? Tina Turner. Oh. And I, what I think was weird about that and leads me to this, uh, this fond remembrance of mine. Fond. I love this story. Are they all I'm singers so or no? I'm so to bring it up. All singers, yes. Okay. Because Betty Davis, of course, is B-E-T-T-Y Davis. You know, okay. the funk musician who... She had a, she was married to Miles Davis. He loved her too. (laughs) You know, for a period at least. (laughs) Speaks fondly of her. Um, Or did when he was alive. Uh, (laughs) You know, I mean, he's been, he's been dead. He's been dead. When did he die? When? (laughs) Do you know when? Uh, 1991, (laughs) I believe. Height of the AIDS epidemic. Yeah, it's. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) oh boy. (laughs) Um, do you remember? I, 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 I have to wonder what it was about Tina Turner, Tina Turner. (laughs) Tina Turner is a really good drag name. 
<laughs> Pina Turner. <laughs> there was that time that Beyonce announced a Tina Turner, I think at the Grammys as the queen. Uh-oh. And Aretha Franklin felt the need to take out a press release. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like literally this is true. What a bitch. I love She's it. Such She's a bitch. not like that at all. <laughs> but could, I don't know because Elton John complains about Tina Turner. I think it divas. Really? Yeah. About just how impossible she was to work with. And he goes on for a few pages in his book about how annoyed he was by her. Okay. And I can't imagine he's easy either he's a bitch he's a bitch he's he a self-proclaimed it. bitch he said it many times <laughs> my bitch is back yeah. and it never went away yeah. <laughs> i actually you know elton john's way of stirring shit publicly is kind of funny remember when he felt the need to come to to comment like every single time madonna toured no, yes, he did. I mean, there's there... so many kind of Elton John slags Madonna's lip syncing, this, that, yeah, uh, tons of stuff. He was just are there like, any of them on video? Can we look them up? Probably. Let's look them up. I want to watch him be a bitch. <laughs> I would love to know what he thinks about her accent. So the the video is titled "Elton John calls Madonna a quote fairground stripper." says her career is over. They are two of the biggest stars in music, but lately there's been little harmony between Elton and Madonna. Their war of words may have been sparked by an even bigger star, Lady Gaga. Here's the breakdown. An even bigger star? (laughs) (laughs) The Madonna and Elton John? (laughs) At the time in 2012. It was Sunday night. It was all right for fighting. Another round of the Rocket Man versus Madonna, at least for Elton John, who made worldwide headlines when he went on to an Australian <laughs> TV show. The him is wearing a pink button-up shirt and a giant cowboy hat, but I don't think he's gay. <laughs> right? An Australian presenter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's such a nightmare. Sorry, she's she's her career's over. Mm. I can tell you that. That tour has been a disaster. <laughs> what tour is it that she's on? I don't know. Twenty twelve MDNA, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> I would love to fold that one in. I can tell you that. <laughs> Okay. Let's that's, see that's if I can do it. Let's see if I can do it. There's no doubt about it. Or speaking of that. Speaking of that. The battle may have been started back in January when Madonna slyly insulted Lady Gaga's song Born This Way during a provocative interview with ABC's Cynthia McFadden. It feels uh, reductive. Is that good? Look it up. But the thing is, is that it reductive didn't. Didn't it didn't, make, it sense. didn't make sense. It I think never she made said, sense. I think she sort of said um, derivative, oh. right? Yeah, that's what she meant. <laughs> I also, I love Cynthia McFadden. She's incredible. <laughs> she always is. She's the one who did the Paula Abdul thing, you know. Where oh, right. Cynthia McFadden will wipe the floor with someone, <laughs> like with ease. <laughs> I really like when Madonna said that. She's like, is that good? <laughs> Elton was having none of it. It turns out Gaga is godmother to his son. And within days, he was lobbing insults at Madonna at the Golden Globes. Madonna has a 
<laughs> Wait, we got Those are fighting words. Time's out. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's a lot going on. All right, what did he say that was bleeped out? I don't know. Madonna like, has what? Fucking chance. Oh, I guess he was against, they were up against each other. Okay. Okay, and now in this, now they cut to an interview with uh, Chris uh, O'Connell. Is that his name? O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. And he um, is wearing, no, Chris Connolly? Chris Connolly. <laughs> It's something Irish. He's wearing what is that? It's like a Louis Ooh, the Fourteenth, but like know. maybe like more British. It's the, gilded. The, the a, a jacket, a, a robe. A, a he coat, also velvet blue pantaloons velvet? as well. Pantaloons blue velvet. The the sleeves are puffed out like the like, size of a pumpkin. Yeah. The yes, exactly. Like and you know, there's kind of gold piping that's you know going down in the shape, but it's kind of hollow it's like a cross between like what like a a vatican priest or whatever would wear and then maybe like a royalty or like a royal baby in pajamas in a cartoon (laughs) 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 or just like a yeah like a royal baby like just sucking on its mom's boob in a picture. Right. Or <laughs> There's a lot of that in the museum. Have you ever noticed that? What would your advice be to Madonna this year? Make sure you lip sync good. <laughs> if Madonna had any common sense, she would have made a record like Ray of Light. Stayed away from the dance stuff. Stay away from the dance stuff doesn't make any sense. Yeah. She always did dance stuff. Her boobs exactly. looked good there. She was like, they did. And she looks like a f***ing fairground stripper. <laughs> that sounds bitchy. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bjork did this interview with The Guardian to talk about her new album, Basora, which is like the Latin Latin female word for digger. I took Latin, but I didn't learn that. Seems it kind of advanced, and it's like, sure it is. You know, so here's how she described it. So, the thing about Bjork is that she always finds a new way to be Bjork, you know, like just in terms of, she's always like, she really doesn't repeat herself and she just consistently finds like bizarre ways to put things. She's genuinely odd, clearly. And it's funny. I think it's, it's a funny, she's really good at how interviews. How old is she now? 56. Wow. So here's how she describes the album. Let's see when you, let's see what it's like when you walk into this fantasy and you know, have a lunch and fart. <laughs> and she rolls the R. <laughs> like you know she does She's that Icelandic. <laughs> yes. and do normal things like meet your friends <laughs> i'm living with moles i was gonna give an update on my paypal yes. situation I, meant, I, I had that down i had that down i still have not heard back from them from through the better business bureau mm-hmm. but they were given the case by Better Business Bureau. And so there's like a page that I go to to like monitor what's going on. And they have until September 13th to respond to the complaint. I don't know what happens if they don't. We'll see. But then the Consumer Finance Bureau, they got back to you pretty uh, quickly. because They it's got like, back to you. Yeah. And I don't like the answer. Company's response. On March 3rd, 2021, you created a PayPal account, at which time you agreed to PayPal's user agreement in order to prevent fraud and help ensure the safety of the PayPal system and compliance with the user agreement and AUP, PayPal routinely reviews account activity. 
On December 22, 2021, we carefully considered a number of factors that when viewed together indicated there was a high level of risk associated with your account, which is also bullshit because there's so many other places that sell pipes and use PayPal. In particular, we found that you were accepting payments for drug paraphernalia, such as clothing, <laughs> lighters, <laughs> ashtrays, bongs, pipes, chillums, pre-rolls, and stash boxes. For example, you received $130 via transaction ID number, blah, 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 with the following note, pedal pipe, amethyst, smell-proof stash bag, lilac. Such activity is prohibited under the agreement, which provides that you may not use PayPal services for activities that relate to transactions involving drug paraphernalia. As a result, we permanently limited your account as permitted under the restricted activities, holds, and liquidated damages section of the user agreement. We notified you of this action through email the same day, which they did not. Pursuant to the restricted activities, holds, and liquidated damages section, if you are a seller and receive funds for transactions that violate the acceptable use policy, then you will be liable to PayPal for the amount of PayPal's damages caused by your violation of the acceptable use policy. Well, what are the how, what are the damages? You acknowledge claiming? that and agree that $2,500 per violation of the acceptable use policy is presently a reasonable minimum estimate of PayPal's actual damages, which is absolute bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Right. PayPal may deduct such damages directly from any existing balance in any PayPal account you control. And by the way, I mean, that's crazy. In any PayPal account. So they could do that from my personal account. Accordingly, and because you accepted payments into your account for drug paraphernalia in violation of the acceptable use policy, PayPal debted $1,233.21 from your account balance as recovery for its liquidated damages caused by the aforementioned violations you were notified of this via an entry in your paypal transaction history stating which is the thing that so i wasn't notified they just took it and then they left a note yeah <laughs> like they didn't send me a note they just left one yeah so i provided the feedback the company's response addressed all of my issues and i said no and for additional comments i said the company is using their contract of adhesion to justify taking funds that do not belong to them Liquidated damages provisions are not enforceable by law. In addition, the predetermined amount of damages that PayPal has invented is grossly disproportionate to the actual harm suffered by the company. Exactly. They haven't been sued. Nothing As in, happened. There was none. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing happened. So nothing it's happened. Like, so I how can do you understand, get that number? Hold it. Like, yeah, maybe freeze it. Wait to, you know, see if anything yeah. happens. Kick you off. Yeah. Nothing happens. Okay. Give it back. Right. Um, a court of law will refuse to enforce liquidated damages on the grounds that it is a penalty instead of an estimate of actual damages. So then the next thing said, I understand the company's response to my complaint. And I said, yes. And they said additional comments. And I said, I understand how PayPal is justifying the theft of my money. I will be pursuing legal action. <laughs> good. I mean, not good. I don't love it. No, but did you expect PayPal to, I mean... I did think that they were going to settle it to keep me quiet. So that they had the opportunity to do that mm -hmm. then. So I don't think I'm going to wait to see what the Better Business Bureau does or says or whatever that whatever happens with that. And um, and then I'll just file in small claims court in New York. It would be wild if they actually sent someone to fight it. But in, so if you don't Go show and up. Judge Judy, she'll hate them. Oh, <laughs> She might. She's probably friends with Peter Thiel. I know, totally. <laughs> um, and that's that. That was that about that. 
Do you want to talk about the Jamila Jamil thing? Okay. I broke my butthole. And my my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what she said on paper? Okay, so wait, so what is the quote? What is the exact quote? Um, well, I have the video. He was on entertain. It was um on the red carpet. It's our old friend Jamila. We haven't talked about her in a while. Not in a while, but you know what? She has a way of working herself back in. I mean, she's out here talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the red carpet for, for some She Hulk premiere or something. Yeah. Okay. But actually, she says something really funny during, like, in the beginning of the interview. She's like, talks about, like, the, her character. And it's like, what? they literally typecast her. They were looking at this character and they're like, who can we get that's like this? Like, I feel like it was like a half joke, half perfect casting. Right. Yeah, why is this character so spicy? What do you think the fans are going to take away? So annoying. Just everything we hate. She's it. And she's it to the maximum. She's just the messiest in the MCU, and I love that about her. I love Titania, yeah. I, I love being her. annoying. I love her backstory. We don't get to get into it in this show, but she's just very insecure, and that's where all of her badness comes from, is her deep need for love and attention, as with, like, most bad people. And so I enjoy the fact that my job was just to wind up Tatiana. Wow, that was actually, that was a really wild interview. Yeah. She's talking about herself in such barely veiled language right? that she's speaking but kind do you of, think that she is making the connection i don't know what connections she makes <laughs> and doesn't you know what i mean like i yeah. have no idea but that seemed like really kind of self-commentary i don't know if it is really? i really don't really yeah okay maybe i mean am i am i so off for seeing it that way though well i think she is like it's like she's definitely describing herself, but yeah. I don't think that she. But for it to be that on the on the nose, you know, I would think that she would say those things about me because she's like, like all bad people. That's what she said. Like, do you think she thinks she's bad, a bad person? I think she thinks she's a great person. I think sometimes she thinks she's bad. She's so annoying. She's everything we hate. Yeah, I <laughs> love it. I mean, it really sounds like she, like she's that girl. You know yeah. what I mean? I love, I love being annoying. <laughs> oh, I did it all. I did it all. I was hurting in places that I really didn't know exist. Like, I didn't... Um, you'll probably have to bleep this out, but I pulled a muscle in my... Oh, wow. Didn't know that was possible. Incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> special talent. I didn't even know that people were capable of having. I just felt my publicist's heart stop beating. What, what a wild ride. Well, the thing that I took issue with... <laughs> It's like, okay, yeah, there's another injury. Here we go. Okay. But yes. what I took in issue with is like, she's like, I didn't even think that that could happen. But she's said that she's done this before. As the resident, ex as the <laughs> I'm sorry, global expert on Jamila Jamil's <laughs> injuries. <laughs> yeah, injuries and pathologies. <laughs> That's like your expertise. It Tell really us. Is. I, it is. I like trust this verbatim. <laughs> she knows. If anybody knows, it's her. When did she say it before? In 2018 and again in 2019, <laughs> about two different things. Wow. Yeah, I have those videos if you want to listen. I, you know what? I would love to. I would love to. I <laughs> love right. this. So this is when she was on. Well, let me see when she was on Jimmy Fallon, just to double check. Oh, I think right, it's 2019. Fallon. It was before COVID. Yeah, September 2019. The end of this three-day shoot of me crouching behind a pool table, I pull a muscle in my ass while down there <laughs> and remain the only... <laughs> oh, my God. I love... Pause it, pause it, pause it. 
I love that you caught her in another lie. I didn't even know you could do that. That's what's so crazy is that she makes she's like the Riddler. Like you can solve, you can solve the riddles if you're paying attention. She wouldn't like that because they're not part of MCU. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, and then in 2018, she told this story. It's not exactly like pulling a muscle, but it is um, similar. Okay. It's similar enough. Okay. And also, well, that's notable. It was a very icy day in London, and uh, I had like 20 steps outside my front door. Where does she live? In the building in The Exorcist? <laughs> 20, 20 steps? steps? That's more than a flight. Come <laughs> And the front door? It's scary. <laughs> and so I uh, took the first step at the top, and then slipped and flew into the air and didn't land until the very last step and I landed right on my on my coccyx which I heard snap and uh so yeah that was how I broke my bum okay broke my bum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and part of the overall umbrella of bum breaking yeah <laughs> I should uh, you know what this week what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna write everything that she said that happened to her <laughs> <laughs> just everything that she said that happened to her <laughs> It's, it's really kind of just a list. I won't even with links. Everything has to be linked. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? It should it should actually be a collection of hyperlinks. I think. But I but pull quotes. Pull quotes. Um, yes, that's good. But right. in a timeline, and with the links. Yes, and I won't analyze it. I won't show where she's lying. Right. I'll just say all the things that she said. Yes. <laughs> All the things she said. All, all the, the things, things she, she said. Running through my head. Running through my head. We can't put that because of. Red Scare. Wait, they use that? Yeah. Oh, is that that's their theme song? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think we should wrap up. Wait, I wanted to say something though. What? What was it? You'll always be my (laughs) Jamila. Is that your song? (laughs) Yeah. Well, to the tune of Diamond Girl. (laughs) She is my Diamond Girl. I feel like I just kind of realized that I. I always have a diamond girl. It might be a different diamond okay, girl. Okay, who's but, who's your diamond girl right now? Oh, who's my diamond girl? All right, because you know it changed. I guess what I what I mean by that is like my favorite. You know, my favorite famous woman, basically. Yeah, yeah you, went a through a through, through, you went through. Know, you went through a whoa Vicky phase. You went through. You went through a whoa Vicky phase. Favorite. You went through a whoa Vicky phase. Well, Vicky was never my diamond girl, but Are you she sure? was in the. But maybe she's maybe definitely for like a couple in weeks. The, no, she's definitely never my diamond girl, but she. Was like in the running toward becoming like <laughs> next up Diamond Girl. <laughs> Who else? Diamond Girl. I mean, obviously Mariah. Who always, yeah, Mariah, Whitney. Um, but you have you so have contemporary. You have contemporary Diamond Girls. Temporary sometimes. Diamond like Girls. You, you have of the moment faddish Maybe like Diamond, diamond girls. Flings. Okay, chips. Yeah. <laughs> Zirconia Girl. Who's that? Kubrick Zirconia. It's a fake diamond. I'll t- Desiree Jennings. Who's she? The girl that just that pretended she had dystonia and was caught <laughs> by Inside Edition. It seems really fucked up because she's like doing such like, I mean, I, I wonder if everybody knows about Desiree Jennings. It's one of my favorite stories because she just took people for a ride. But let's talk about it on the, let's talk about it on the Do we never talk bonus. about Desiree Jennings on this show before? I don't ever? think we have. It's so weird. I will say that we should talk about it on the bonus and let's, and show me an interview. Show me, show me whatever, Inside Edition. Bonus. 
on the bonus. Uh, so anyway, we have, uh, you know, patreon.com slash pot psychology. It's where you can hear more of us doing more of this. Oh, oh, I was more diamond girls. <laughs> we do have our diamond girls on there. Right? We, we really are. If you just look at our Instagram, actually, which is, you know, go it's follow us at pot psychology. Yeah. I'll, I'll read you just, I'll, I'll tell you just a few on our, just yeah. on our grid who's right our, now. Who's our diamond, diamond girls? girls. Yes. Well, and Heche. Right. Anne Heche right now. Judge Judy, you know, Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, I have a picture here of Jessica Lange, Sally Field, Barbara Streisand, Jane Fonda, and Goldie Hawn all together. That all makes sense. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, Soldier Girl. You know, Demi. Demi? Demi's not your diamond person. She's your diamond girl again. (laughs) (laughs) We've been through a lot. (laughs) I'm very confused about that, though, and I think a lot of people are because I'm still seeing thems, but she seemed to do another interview even after the one that we talked about where she was just like, it is she. But I I didn't listen to the full context of the podcast, so I don't really know Mm -hmm. if it was written up that way or if it's actually true. This is an unfortunate phase for her in in terms of... Style. Yeah, I don't like it one I'm, bit. I'm not particularly, it's not my cup of tea, but she you looks know. Japanese here. Or like oh like Joan Jack cosplay is, is what she's trying to do, right? Kinda, yeah, yeah, she is. And she's wearing Vivian Westwood. Anyway, um, so we're doing Wawu and I which is watch along with us and we recap the real world and women's movies and we did uh Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead kind of recently, which it's a movie that we both love, and I wanted to suggest that maybe we take another one week break from the real world and do baby boom because baby boom. Yeah. I started watching it (laughs) uh, because I'm going to do a baby boom mug country baby. And there are so many things I have to say about baby boom. There's a lot, a lot of stuff. It's that's like the number one reason why you should have a podcast. (laughs) You know what I mean? That is where that goes. When something like this comes up, you, you got can, a place to put it. It's behind the paywall. Yeah. <laughs> so come get it. All right. And pipe dreams not fun and and everything. Thank you. Oh wait, leave a rating and review, please. Oh yeah. Just yeah. do that. And quick. also, you can call us at three four seven four five zero four two three nine. Bye. If you can feel what I am feeling, then the truth is just believing. You're my. You're my diamond girl!